There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's the Hollywood Life cast where we bring you the best exclusive celebrity news, the juicy celebrity interviews, insider secrets about all of your favorite stars and now your host former editor-in-chief of cosmo glamour and us weekly the president and editor-in-chief of hollywoodlife.com bonnie fuller hey guys great to be back this week lots to talk about some pretty crazy things have been happening we're going to talk all about the new kylie and tyga split is it going to finally be the like over the end they've split so many other times but this time could be different then we must discuss kendall jenner's controversial pepsi ad and then a wild wild split crazy scary accusations made by mel b against her husband of quite a number of years stephen belafonte so We've got lots to discuss, but before we dive into that, I'm not alone here in my Hollywood Life podcast studio. I am here with our fashion director, Katrina Mitsaliotis. Let's talk about who are the in-celebrities and who are the out-celebrities. Hello, I, I got a little new intro there. I liked my Bruno from Borat, so <laughs> yes. it's one of my faves. I so. know. We should just have him introduce the show every week. I know. Yeah. I think he's he would be a good one. He would be so fun, you know, if he was available to just come and join us all the time. Yeah, I find him. He's so funny. So tell me. Tell me about yourself. What do you do? <laughs> I'm from Austria. <laughs> it's amazing how he can do so many characters, too. I know. This been... is a fashion show, not a slave auction. <laughs> Where is he, though? Like, uh, he sort of disappeared. Yeah, I think, well, with a lot of this stuff... Wait, what's his name? Um, See, I'm forgetting his name. It's Sasha Barakal. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and it's the Borat and Bruno. It was really special when it started, though, because people didn't realize he was playing a character. So you lose that the more famous you become. Right. I should be chained to a six-foot-four Norwegian with a PhD in sucking dick. (laughs) Why so dirty? (laughs) We're getting a little racy here. Yes. Um, Obviously. This is not an X-rated broadcast. Yeah. Um, but Podcast. with that, I guess we can introduce Gino. Gino, the producer, drop beats and dropping that knowledge. Hi, I'm a virgin. What's going on? <laughs> uh, yeah, a little. You said uh, Bruno from Borat, which are different characters. Yes, yeah, that's well, right. you know. Bruno from Bruno and Borat from Borat. But they all originated on the Ali G show. I know. That, yes, they uh, do. Yeah, that was an that's amazing show, the Ali G show. That's what I was thinking about. And they are, uh, and now that you've reminded me, Sasha Baron Cohen, who's been very quiet lately. I'm sure he's working yeah. on lots of projects. Which brings yeah. us to our new game. Keep it or bought it. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but a lot of celebrity news to get to. Yes. But um, before that, I think we should Crushes. do our normal game. Um, Katrina, I'll start with you. At Katrina, or at CM. Katrina CM on Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter. 
I, Trina, what are you crushing on? I am crushing on Claire Danes. I love Homeland. We're gearing up for the finale. I actually have to catch up on this yeah, week's episode. I yeah, I mean, I think this season has been phenomenal. And it's really interesting how it parallels with kind of what's going on right now in the news. Crazy. Wait, it's already back? I yeah. Oh my, Gino, this has been like the best season ever, honestly. It's, I swear, it's I'm been getting behind, no publicity. No, it has it been getting was, no yeah, publicity. Yeah, it's got a lot. Yeah. I actually no, have, I've hardly seen anything. I well, didn't, yesterday, I didn't even know it was on again. They had the first, um, they had like the Emmy screening process. They had the first screening. I know it started off the, in the beginning, the ratings weren't great for this season, but it's really picked up. And I personally, I've been a fan for so long. It's yeah, me too. The season to watch. I would have been on it if I would have known. You have to watch it, Gino, okay. I'm telling you. Great, Rick, I'm on it. Yeah. Okay, Gino, you know what? You're not the only one who's out of it because I didn't realize that either. Yeah. And I've been co- I've been like following a lot of shows this season. You should try yeah, it out, Bonnie. It's I a good one. I love TV. Like I'm, I watch everything. Me too. I have to catch up though because we were working Sunday night and all of my shows are on on Sunday nights now. Aww. So have to get to that. Maybe That's right. We were covering Friday. the Amer- the uh, Academy of Country Music Awards yeah. last Sunday. And thanks all of you who came on the site because we had a big night. It was a good show. Indeed. All right. Uh, Bonnie underscore Fuller on Instagram and at Bonnie Fuller on the Twitter where she tweets. What are you crushing on? Well, first of all, I'm going to say two things because number one, we don't usually, I don't usually say that I'm crushing on a guy, <laughs> but I'm going to because Prison Break just restarted. Oh, yeah. And I've seen, I got to be so lucky and see the four, first four episodes. I got a screener and oh my God, now I have to wait weeks until <laughs> I can see episode five. But Wentworth Miller, who stars in the show uh, as Michael, he's the key character. I cannot believe how gorgeous he is. This was your crush last week. I was going (laughs) to, I didn't want to interrupt her. (laughs) I I know, but I didn't say enough last week. Bonnie is just And it just started again. I'm still crushing. It's a I can't believe that he didn't age, like not one iota. Which leads me to my next set of crushes, which are all the women that are absolutely not aging. Oh my God, they're like Benjamin Button. They are like Benjamin Buttons. And I'm talking about Pamela Anderson, who just had the these incredible photos that were published yesterday of herself in black lingerie. And then there's Jennifer Aniston, who was out on the red carpet with her husband, Justin Thoreau, Mm -hmm. yesterday. And she was wearing this leather mini dress. And then there's Cindy Crawford, who's also... 50. So Pam's 40. Jen and Pam are both 49. Yeah. So we've got 49 and 50 year olds that their legs are so toned oh my God, I can't. and beautiful and their arms and muscular. I mean, they look like they're 18 years old. They look better than 18 because most 18 year olds don't bother to work out. I know. Pam Jen's got a nice bigger. eye lift or something. She definitely has a new look going on. You know what yeah, I mean? Her she, face she, does. She, yeah. She went under the knife for sure, but it looks pretty good. Out. It's not. Well, it might not have been under the knife. You know, there's you know, so much stuff now people fillers. do with fillers that can really dramatically change how you look. It's not fillers. <laughs> I know well, you know are. what? So what? Yeah. So what? Who cares if she had a facelift. I don't care. Her Baywatch bod is still she's gone. She spent yeah. a lot of time on the beach. She, you know, that that uh, adds up, you know? It's I, true. Yeah, it's true. It does. But the body, like she works out. Yeah. And you can tell. Because and that's not, there, there's no filler in those calves. There's really no cheat when it comes down to, you know, having a toned figure. It really comes down to And we know that Jen does a lot of working in. out. She, she does. Cool sculpting and butt implants and there but are there stuff, lots of cheats I now. I mean, that's not the stuff you're seeing with Jennifer Aniston though or Pamela Anderson and, you know, you can't fake muscles though. I don't believe anything anymore. It's all fake. <laughs> it's fake <laughs> the, news. It's I mean, fake news. Oh, Chino, God. don't please, please don't don't. It's not of course fake. Of he has to rain on our parade I celebrating. Know. That's right. Because we women. have to have hope. 
We all us women, we need hope because we want to look like that. And how about Christy Brinkley, who is 61 and looks just as good. Also had a lot of work done. I mean, you see, we see. Oh, Chino. And how do you know? Have you been up and close in her, in her face? Yeah. I met her at a, at a uh, event. I won't say which event, but, um, it just like she looks great. I'm, she, I saw an event I think, too. I think she looks and great she looks too. Very natural. I just think like we kind of maybe give false hope or something to our audience when we like celebrate these women right after they've had all this plastic surgery. And we're like, wow, they look amazing. You know, but Jennifer like, Aniston has not had plastic surgery on her body. No, none of them. None of them look like. like we don't know, well, I mean, we Pam Anderson has famously had implants. Yes, exactly. We, we don't know what Jennifer Aniston has done. Like she we got a nose job early on in her career. Yeah. So I just I don't know. I think a little. But you can't. But you can't take. I just the only reason Rose I'm like, even wow. still talking about this is because these women though do work out. They, they do. They commit their lives. She eats a very healthy diet, and we can't take that away from them. Like the muscle I'm not, I'm not is muscle, it, you know. And Christy them. Brinkley just, does a lot of working out. She always did. Yeah. She's sure. famous for it. But like you, I, you, it's so expensive to keep your looks like that. Well, this is the thing. So I also woo, can't woo, work woo. out four hours a day with a trainer. You know, I'm here instead. So yes, of course, with their lifestyles. I don't, I don't but think you have to work out four hours a day. I'm just saying, you know. I think you can work out an hour a day. Like mm-hmm. work out like a normal person yeah. would go to the gym or go to a class and you can still look damn good. Of course. Because most people just don't have that kind of commitment to do it yeah. every day or most days. Yeah, it doesn't take four. It, you can't do four no. hours at no. age but 50. You feel, like that's, you're going to break your body down. You feel better when you go though. You know, For like, sure. It's you in a better mood. For sure. I think. Meanwhile, we know somebody else here in this room has yeah, been well, doing all these workouts in the gym <laughs> and um, is bulking up oh, with goodness. his yeah. muscles. Right. And um, and he's wa- and as he just said, he's watching a lot of TV. So it's not like it's taken over his life. And he is here at work. So mm-hmm. reshaping your body and keeping your body in shape is possible on normal schedules. It is. No, of course. It's not yeah. easy, but yeah, it's possible. I just meant we shouldn't take it away from them because they work hard for it. Well, Gina, what are you crushing on since you, you know, since you just like put crush. a pin in all my crushes yeah. and let, I lo- deflated and listen, them? I love, I love Pam Anderson. She, well, she was my first crush. Like I was obsessed with Pam Anderson. I still love her, and I always love Jen too. I'm, I'm not trying to take it oh, away from them. Oh, really? You love Jen? You I, say, you say otherwise sometimes. On I'm Team Brad. If you, it comes down to, it. I, but I like Jen too. Anyway, we have, a, <laughs> we have a lot of news to get to. Um, I just I heard this amazing song actually on the New York Times podcast, which is pretty good. Um, it's a Gordon Lightfoot. Cover. Oh, I love Gordon Lightfoot, yeah. and he's Canadian. Yes, there we go. We did it. We did it before the break. From Toronto. Well, he's probably from outside of Toronto, but he lived in Toronto, really near to where I lived. You know, um, and he did this cover of this song about coal miners called "Dark as a Dungeon," like back, like a long. This is very, very old. And of course, coal miners have been in the news lately because a certain person in the White House thinks he's going to bring coal mining back again but um the, the plight of these men is real and, and the song is is, is really beautiful or it's dark as a dungeon damp as the dew for the dangers are double the pleasures are few for the rain never falls and the sun never shines it's dark as a dungeon way down in Okay, thank you, Gino, for bringing one of my first crushes, Gordon Lightfoot, onto our podcast. Seriously, I used to fantasize about Gordon Lightfoot. All-time great. I love this guy. Oh, he was amazing. I used to go see him sing every year in Toronto. This voice, it's uh, it's incredible. There was like this great... 
concert hall called Massey Hall had amazing acoustics and he used to perform there for a week every year and I used to go. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if he's still singing. I hope so. I mean, you can hear how beautiful his, his, beautiful yeah. his voice was. I think was. he is still singing. Um, we know where Bonnie will he's be. He's 78, then. but I think he is still singing. Yay, Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, somebody, let's, let's, let's go from somebody who's lasting a long time in their career to somebody who lasted, like, or a couple who lasted way longer than we thought, and that's Kylie and Tyga. Because yeah. they're, I mean, Kylie is really young. Like, what is she all of about uh, 20 or no, now? Yeah, 19. Okay, she's 19. all of 19. And He's she's been with Tyga, we think, since she was 14. And so, Where she met him at Kendall Jenner's 17th birthday party. Uh, right. And we're thinking, we're hearing that they are actually split. And that this is so serious this time that Tyga's actually moved out of the house. Yeah, and you know, they have been on again That would be Kylie's house. Yeah, they have been on again and off again for a while, but obviously this is big news if, you know, it's a split, and it really seems to be that way. We haven't seen them out in a while together. Um, And what do you think is behind this, Bonnie? I think it's just growing up for Kylie. I mean, she's been with this guy for a long time. And, you know, there were a lot of... A lot of rumors, a lot of rumors that over the years that he has stepped out on her. And, um, you know, we've had our suspicions and there were text messages with other young girls that were supposedly models that he was auditioning (laughs) to be in his various videos. Like, I think there's been a lot of um, mistrust over the years. And I think that she's just growing up and... You know, she's successful and she's busy and she's just losing kind of that sizzle with him. And I mean, Kylie does, you know, she's on top of her game with her career. She's really driven. She's a lot. She's really successful. And then Tyga just really hasn't gotten it together on the same level in retrospect. So maybe, you know, I think I agree with you. Well, she always wanted to be a power couple. Like she wanted to be as big as Kim and Kanye. And she wanted him to be as big as Kanye. And maybe that's clear. It's just not going to happen. I just told like I think the on again off again happens a lot when you're young but I just think with this couple it's time for them to really call off for good I just think it's you know just more of the dysfunction constantly circulating I don't think it's a good thing for her to get back involved and it seems like her family feels that way too yeah we're hearing that Kim and her mom Chris are really encouraging her to make it a final split yeah people did a deep dive into Tiger's finances too they have some sources saying that his financial troubles are still continuing um, although maybe he was living with Kylie, but he also has a 12,800 foot, 800 square foot Bel Air mansion. What that the he's, hell? He's like, really, what does he need a 12,800 foot square mansion? He's leasing square foot. it. He's leasing it for $46,500 a month. What? Re- insane. Re- reportedly. That's, That's not insane. Um, and then this is like on top of just like be renting a little pad, you know, yeah, a one seriously. bedroom, get a studio. Tyga. Yeah. <laughs> There's always been rumors that Tyga owes Kylie as much as $2 million from various loans. Cause he's, he, there was that incident where he had his Ferrari repossessed while they were out. 
car shopping for a Bentley, <laughs> and then they had to get a ride home from one of Tyga's friends. It's crazy. Where was Uber when they needed it? Yeah, I don't know. You know what's really interesting about this, though? With all of his money travels, his drama with Black China, apparently Tyga's convinced that Kylie can't do any better than yes, him, which I, I'm laughing saying this because this is crazy. Apparently, one of our sources is saying that Tyga's convinced that he'll be with Kylie forever, and you know, the breaking up and making up will constantly happen because he believes she can honestly never get better i, well, I don't know it sounds like that. he's got a very healthy self-esteem <laughs> a little delusion maybe well also we're also hearing that chris brown who he's friends with <sighs> um is wants him to come on tour with him so that they can you know hang out together and you know meet really gorgeous chicks <sighs> and pick them up be each other's wingmen <laughs> it's just what chris brown needs someone else to go out with <laughs> Well, I, I would know. rather see him with Tyga than some of the other crew I mean, he hangs true. with. No, 100%. Definitely better off. But um, I don't know how quick Kylie will be running back to him if he's off with Chris Brown. Any of the like men in the Kardashian circle, when they have a split with one of the girls, they always run to Chris Brown. Remember Scott Disick showed yeah, up in, that's true. in Chris's video that's the right. second that he split Yeah, Courtney. Chris Brown's just <laughs> constantly on the hunt for the next wingman. Yeah. So he like, <laughs> has an ad out. All the celebs just go running. Just looking for friendship. Or yeah. Well, but. it does sort of, it's sort of interesting because I guess that being with, if he goes with Chris, it sort of keeps him in the Kardashian Jenner circle true. because Kylie and Kendall are friends with yeah. Chris Brown. I'd like to see Tyga on tour just so he could like pay his back taxes, you know, like <laughs> I mean, make a little money. I think this is a, if Chris is really reaching out, I think that's nice of Chris in all seriousness. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. He and he has some um, gig. He has some new music out. Kylie was listening to it on Snapchat. But Tyga has to stop at the Rack City and the fronting about he doesn't have the money. He's obviously like extremely, extremely Gina in debt. is like fascinated by You Tyga's really are. I am. He, uh, there's also a report that he tried to buy a, a, mansion, a $10 million mansion near Kylie Jenner um, when she lived in Calabasas. He entered into escrow three times but couldn't close the deal. Cause I, like, I mean, where does he think he, this money is coming from? Yeah, I don't I, and, and it must seem like it grows on trees when you're dating Kylie because she just makes it so and easy. And he does have to give some money to Black China for yeah. King Cairo because King Cairo lives with Black China most of the time. Which she's not doing, we think, because that's why China's been so upset with him. Yeah, on his rant. That he's not rant. paying oh, that's for, right. the for the nanny and she went off on him on Snapchat. So, but apparently it was that he won't pay for the nanny because of, you know, she has dream now too. So he's not going to pay for the nanny. That's, you know, no, that makes sense. Like he's paying for his own nanny. Black China can pay for hers. You know, if Cairo's there, it's a different story. Okay. Okay. Well, listen, Kylie, take her advice. <laughs> you know, you don't need this guy. I know. You don't need to be lending him money. You don't need to be worried about his side, any side chicks. I think when you're young, you know, you can get so caught up and you think that's it. And, and you he's know, there's the one. just such a world out there for her, especially her. And, you know, I think too, she'll be alone for like two weeks and then get bored. And then, you know, they usually circle back to each other. I hope that really isn't the case here. Okay. Well, you know, Speaking of trouble with Ken oh, with Jenner sisters, let's just discuss what happened to Kendall this week. Jeez. So Kendall was in this much anticipated Pepsi ad, and I'm sure this was such a big deal for Kendall to get the Pepsi campaign. I mean, that's yeah, huge to really get the Pepsi is. campaign. Wait, what's going on here, Gino? Hot mic. You're popping your peas a little bit. Just don't pop them so much. Okay, so she wore a blonde wig mm -hmm. in the Pepsi ad, which was kind of cool. We were like all over the hair color right yeah. away. 
But then we see the ad and the world <laughs> sees the ad and there was such a backlash against it. What my whole thing with this is, and Gino, you can kind of break it down for us, is uh, did no one in the room realize that this might be offensive? I don't know. Obviously like, not. Where did they show this? So let's explain the premise yeah. of the ad. So I'll let you take it. Kendall is sort of like in the middle of this photo shoot. She's got this glamorous blonde wig on. And all of a sudden outside, there's like a protest rally that is like, run, like just walking <laughs> by her random photo shoot. That's like on, I don't know, like sort of halfway indoors, halfway outdoors. And everyone is carrying these like very generic signs. It's all like generic peace signs and, and little signs that say like, join the conversation. So it's like a vague, I don't know, ode to like the modern protest movements, right. the women's movements, right. Black Lives Matter, whatever, yeah. without think, actually taking any stands. Right. Yeah. I think, you know, people really got offended because there have been so many protests over the last couple of years and especially um, Black Lives Matter. Kendall Jenner is obviously not the face of Black Lives Matter. Right. Movement, so. Uh, so people really took offense who support Black Lives Matter because they felt that it was it was commercializing, like trying to sell Pepsi off of uh, you know, like very, the situation. very serious problems. And especially now, you know, when we have the Trump administration, mm -hmm. which has announced that they're not even going to continue investigations into police brutality, like departments that have been accused of police mm -hmm. brutality. And so to use this as a commercial message for a Pepsi can, which Kendall, so Kendall in, in the photo is in this photo shoot. She sees the protest and her character she's playing tears off her blonde wig, tears off, off her, her lipstick, beautiful yeah. outfit and runs out in her denims to join the protest and then has a can of Pepsi -er and gives it to a police officer as a sign of togetherness and peace. Yeah. And everybody The crowd goes and, wild right. when yeah. she hands over this can of Pepsi. But and it's all, it, you know, and you remember the protest, the Black Lives Matter protest mm -hmm. where that young woman had like yeah, a beautiful like a flower yeah. and stood in front of the police. So it's sort of taking that concept of the flower, 100%. which represents peace and instead replacing it with a Pepsi. Yeah. And that in itself is a reference to the 1960s when protesters were putting flowers in the barrels of police That's rifles right. at protests. Yeah. Um, against the Vietnam War. Yes. And you know what? You But you can't tell ASAP Rocky that Kendall Jenner doesn't do anything for the black community. You know what I'm saying? Oh, he's, God, he's Gino. He's there for, he's there for She's there no. for him, at least. I mean, we're hearing our sources are saying that Kendall's just really, you know, kind of taken back by the harsh fallout. And she's been crying on and off about the situation. She hates that, you know, it's now spiraled into this scandal and she can't wait for it to all go away. And she would like to work with Pepsi again, but she understands if, you know, it's not in the cards and she does respect their apology. So, yeah, Pepsi pulled, oh, yes. they pulled the Sorry, ad I'm getting ahead of myself um, and released a statement saying... Oh, this, they released two statements. First, they sort of like... First, they defended the ad. Yeah, they, they said this is a global ad that reflects people from different walks of life coming together in a spirit of harmony, and we think that's an important message to convey. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Then they changed their mind and decided it wasn't so important. And they pulled the ad <laughs> and they actually apologized to Kendall saying that it's just, you know, we basically we're, we're, well, we're, we're sorry we involved you in this. Right. That you got right. mixed up in our Well, mess. because the thing is, is that Kendall was just getting so much hate course, on social media. Yeah. And, you know, she and we have a source, too, saying that this was a dream come true for her because Pepsi commercial is so big. Cindy Crawford had one. Kendall idolizes Cindy as a model. So she kind of felt like, you know, she made it and it went from a major dream to a total nightmare literally total. overnight yeah so, total nightmare so hours after defending the ad uh, pepsi issued another statement um, saying pepsi was trying to project a global message of unity peace and understanding clearly we missed the mark and we apologize <laughs> we did not intend to make light of any serious issue we are removing the content and halting any further rollout we also apologize for putting kendall jenner in this position Wow. Wow. So that's yeah. a pretty serious apology. And because they clearly I mean, don't want to. it was very necessary. Yes. So the ad has now been removed. I mean, that's a big step. I'm sure they put all kinds of money, like millions of dollars into this ad campaign um, and, and, and also spent a lot of money on hiring Kendall. So, um, you know, they clearly want to work with Kendall yeah. more. So they put her as part of the apology. And also, I think, recognize that she was being bullied online yeah. for being involved with this. And the thing is, let me just point out that when you shoot a of movie, yeah. um, and like a movie, so shooting a commercial is kind of like shooting a movie. It's just you're hired. She's basically hired as a model slash actress. Yeah. And I'm not sure that she would really understand the full concept of it. Like I think a lot of times people who are in these kind of commercials and even in a movie having a small part don't have the full concept. Like the scope of it. That's right. So I don't feel that it's right to be dragging on Kendall. And she showed up to do a job, you know, and to collect a paycheck. It's not like Kendall had, you know, it wasn't her her idea to do this. And you don't have say on something like that. That's a huge brand. It's just amazing to be there in the moment. And Kendall has been really vocal. And, you know, she supports a lot of social movements. They're very important to her. So plus she has that new mortgage in West Hollywood. That's not going to pay itself. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. You know, Mm-hmm. <laughs> the girl's got to work. You know, well. It's a great opportunity. I don't blame her. Like, no, yeah. I don't. I don't blame her, and I think it, it's really harsh to have blamed her. I agree for this because she. I just don't think she would have had that. The, uh, like the whole idea of it all coming together probably until she saw it finished. I mean, I just really want to know what was going on when they played that though in the room to the Pepsi execs. All the like, execs were like, beautiful, yeah, beautiful. Like, yeah. but I don't know. <laughs> this looks great. It's like everyone wants to get behind it and make a statement, but maybe it's just better off if you leave soda in the soda aisle and, you know. <laughs> well, it's especially tone deaf though, I think in light of the, um, the split, really, the huge split in the country course, right now. Yeah. And uh, and and the, all the the political divide, yeah. and also just like the harshness of of, of the political opponents right and now. As much as it, you know, it's of course so important to set a tone and create a dialogue. But at the same time, there was an SNL skit about this right after the Super Bowl. All these brands were trying to do everything about inclusion and this and that. And sometimes you should just sell a product and not try to, you know fit an agenda into it because at the end of the day your motive is to sell your product that's why you're making a commercial you know if you want to go out there sell a product and donate a ton of money to a nonprofit, go do that um don't use this platform for it you know is my stance on yeah, it agreed um i think we should move on to yes. another catastrophe though something oh, even worse oh goodness oh, I, I don't even want to broach but why can you broach this i can't yes. even touch this okay so mel b who has been on our podcast friend of the show mel b yeah. So, um, 
she Spi spice girl we should say yes spice, spice girl scary spice well talk about scary she is alleging that she's been in a very scary marriage for 10 years with um a guy who's her manager called steven belafonte or is it stefan who knows well it's uh, it could be stefan like stefan uh, what is Stefan from Vampire Diaries? And in well, fact, this guy is probably is just as scary as Stefan from Vampire uh, Diaries. But it is spelled like Stephen, so I really yeah. don't. I'm not sure. But let's get Mr. Belafonte <laughs> um, has been okay. So he's been served with papers, divorce papers, by Mel B, and she has made some just stunning and scary accusations in these divorce papers. Okay, basically, she says, she alleges that he was extremely abusive to her, that he beat her up all the time, including times before she would go on America's Got Talent and before she performed with the Spice Girls and left her with bruises and a split lip that he almost choked her to death one night. And she alleges that he forced her to have threesomes with random women and that he would videotape the sexual encounters so I'm that he could, her. yeah, so he could hold them, hold, like keep them and use them to blackmail her. And he, and she also him. alleges that they hired a German, gorgeous German nanny who was, I guess about 19 at the time, 18 or 19. And that he would have that her, that's, Stephen Stefan would have sex with her and wanted them to have threesomes and that he actually got the nanny pregnant at one point and then forced her to have an abortion and it was all paid for by um, by Melby's yeah, money. Yeah, she alleges that apparently they paid her over $300,000 in like a three-year period and um, I don't know actually though if he wanted a threesome with the nanny because it sounds like he was very verbally abusive to her she alleges that he would constantly put her down in front of the nanny um call her names it this got to the to point yeah where melby even fired the nanny and he threw a fit and basically was like you need to hire her back she's like my main woman in my life she alleges that he said he, she said that that the nanny was his ride or die yeah and that apparently that he was like you know she's been more of a mother to the children than you've been so he hired her back and then the three of them and the children all went on a vacation to Ibiza together where it just really spiraled out of control she also admits at one point she took an overdose of aspirin mm -hmm. and, and an apparent suicide attempt yes and that that um her husband then locked her in a room and wouldn't let her get any emergency help and you know just said to, i think he he told her to die bitch and apparently she was so scared like she feared for her life friends wanted her to come forward there's photos that she alleges are from him hitting her she has bruises on her face and she was just he's pushed her choked her she alleges that she was so scared that he would actually kill her um if she came forward for a long time and even when they found out, supposedly she alleges when they found out that the nanny who was 26 at the time was pregnant, he proposed that she have the baby and the three of them live together. Right, yes. Which is just so together. shocking. And he would constantly tell Mel B that she was old and fat and ugly and that the nanny was beautiful. And he said he would destroy my career and take my kids away from me. He threatened to release sexually explicit videotapes claiming I would never again work in the entertainment industry. I mean, it's just horrific stuff. As if a sex tape has ever hurt someone's career. 
I don't, yeah, I these don't, days. I don't really believe that <laughs> no, part. But well, as oh, a he mother, also, you know. He said he was going to send the sex tapes to the other Spice Girls to show them. I just think it's kind of, it's a sign of psychological abuse, though. And as a mother, it's a little bit different, you know, having another, a sex tape of you out there, I think. Another thing that lends credence to all of these claims is like the Sun and other places have a lot of photos of Mel B on stage, for instance, with bruises all over her body. There's yeah. a a photo she posted on Twitter in 2012 with a big bruise and some abrasions on her face and her jaw. There's also like a splash news photo of her and Belafonte walking with uh, the stroller and she's she's got this very downtrodden look in her face and Mm -hmm. a big a big bandage on her face and then he's just sort of like smiling for the cameras creepily. so this looks to be one of the most abusive Hollywood relationships I've ever seen. It's true. He's apparently a, a movie producer in Hollywood, a man of well, some connections. Well, he was connections. a producer, but it, it, she says in her allegations that she was the main breadwinner through their whole marriage. Yeah, and apparently he took co- total control over f- her finances. So not only you know is she alleging that he was like psychologically tormenting her and physically, but you know she also didn't have, couldn't get a dollar to you know go and get a hotel room. I mean, it's just crazy, isn't it? It's just crazy. Yeah. But you know what? I This is not, like, for a woman who's been abused, this is believable. Like, he is saying that it's all a pack of lies. That's his response, that she made yeah. she's made this all up and there's nothing to it and that he was a loving husband. However, the way that she's beha- behaving or presenting herself is very consistent with an a woman who suffered in an abusive relationship because what happens with these relationships is that things start off, you know, really like a fairy tale. And that's how this started off yeah. because Mel B had just been in a long-term relationship with Eddie Murphy and he had dumped her when she got pregnant mm-hmm. and she ended up going through the pregnancy, like Eddie. following through on the pregnancy and having the baby without Eddie Murphy oh as, as support. And in fact, she had to get a, yeah, she had to get a DNA test to prove either. that the baby was actually his and so she met this guy two months after um she had the baby so she was very vulnerable at that time and then it was like a whirlwind romance and he he treated her like a princess and he he made her feel feel like a princess and he said she was wonderful and he was going to take care of her so he was like answering her her dreams so she was very vulnerable when she met him and then which abusers love Exactly. And then they kind of like, so they treat you great. And then they start with the emotional, um, the emotional, uh, no control really like trying to control you emotionally and then becoming emotionally abusive and it gradually moves into physical abuse, but they make you feel like you're worthless. So they start to insult you and make you feel like as if she was wrong. You were the lowest of the the low. Exactly. And so you deserve to be treated Mm -hmm. badly and they're doing you a favor by being with you. They kind of break you down emotionally first. She would have to be the main breadwinner because this guy does have some some uh, noteworthy credits on his resume. He was a producer on Bad Lieutenant. And on Thank You for Smoking uh, as an associate producer. But his last major credit was Bad Lieutenant, which was 2009. Wow, The only yeah. thing that he's done since then, and I remind you it's now 2017, is Mel B. It's a Scary World. He executive produced a TV series starring Mel. Yeah. But that was seven years ago, and he's he doesn't have any credits since then. What's really interesting, too, about X Factor, which, you know, Gino goes right back to what you were saying about her being on stage with the bruises. She alleges that Belafonte punched her and split her lip 
and because she was jealous that she filmed a segment with Usher for the X Factor in 2012. And when she said to him, like, how can I go on television looking like this? He allegedly told her she should have thought of that before she decided to flirt and F Usher, which is crazy. Like, yeah, it goes back to that. And Usher was probably married at the time, too. Not that that has ever stopped well, Usher. Like, yeah. you know, but, you know, she's going on the X Factor. She's making the money. And then she's getting this treatment at home because of it. And he's also controlling her finances. It's just such a terrible, you know, sometimes these relationships break apart. And it's just really shocking. The horrors but the nanny lived with them for seven years. Yeah. So this went on for a long time. The affair with the, with the nanny. And and I guess with with the husband allegedly demeaning her in front of the nanny and telling her that the nanny was so perfect and so beautiful and that you know that that she knew how to take care of the kids better than Mel did. The nanny stuff is like especially hard to read. I don't know. It just seems it really. I understand why she was so broken. It's crazy that anyone would think that they could black get away with blackmailing someone like Mel B with all of this stuff because like she's the celebrity. People care about her, not him. So if she wants to speak out about this, then he's the one who's going to be ruined. Like she but must have been time, in this like psychological yeah. trap she where she didn't realize. You know? Yeah, like, when like she obviously was... people would support her if if any of this came out. Like her ex husband releases these sex tapes or whatever. Like everyone's going to be on her side. He said, you know, in her in the forms like from the court, she says that basically he just constantly threatened her. Like she would tell he would tell X Factor she tried to kill herself, then they would fire her. You know, so he was putting her. You know, she's the main breadwinner. She has to think about her children, and she's all also dealing with this at every turn if you do this I'll do that you know and what else did she have but her career and her children right and her livelihood and apparently um, friends and family members who noticed her bruises and other injuries had threatened to call the police and she begged them not to because she was fearing for her own life and for the the lives of the children like she was really terrified at least this is all the things that she claims claims that she told people on x factor 2 that she attempted suicide to escape from him so i'm sure you know there's a lot of claims in here and there's a lot of people who've probably witnessed this and who'll probably come forward and supposedly simon cowell who was also on the X Factor, and I'm sure as a producer of the show, um, tried to intervene and tried to help her and tried to encourage her to leave, to leave him. And um, you know, she just wouldn't. She was too afraid. You know, so I wonder, and we're looking into this with Hollywood Life. Like, what was the final straw? What gave her the courage yeah. to come forward and to make put these allegations into a divorce document, into writing, into filing, and she to file them. Like, what was it? Yeah, and like what was the final straw? Moment. And how, what gave her that strength to break away? This guy could end up in jail. Don't you think there could be a prosecution if he's secretly... She said those the sex tapes were secretly filmed, like, without her knowledge. Well, she now she's applied for a restraining order, yeah. a temporary restraining mm-hmm. order to keep him away. I just hope she doesn't go back to this guy because, you know I what? don't think she will. Well, I know, but people who've been in abusive relationships yeah. do go back. Like, they have a very hard time breaking out of them. I think it's just Not after so the public. Not after this goes public, though. It's one thing if only, I mean, like, a friend knows too. or something. But, yeah, once everyone knows this guy abused her, I just don't see it. I think she'll be okay now. Yeah, and, she, you know, it's not like this is a, you know, children are involved. She's, I think, older and, I mean, you would hope would know better. I, I just think, like, for anyone out there, like, it's, like you said, Bonnie, there's it's such a slippery slope sometimes these abusive situations and 
it's just great that she, you know, took control of it before it ended even worse. Well, and she still has her job on America's Got Talent. Yeah. Now, you know what? When we interviewed her, it was very strange because she was supposed to come in the office. It was like lined up, you know, up the wazoo. Mm -hmm. And at the very last minute, she called in. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. And, you know, there was one of the reasons she said she had to call in had to do with her husband. Her husband said that, no, she just couldn't make it. It was that he, she had to do something else or that she had to meet him. It's and weird. Yeah. Now looking back at it, too. Right. There were rumors about their relationship and that and he was very controlling. And, no, I never right? heard rumors oh, okay. about threesomes. I only heard rumors that he was very controlling. Yeah, wasn't there something? I feel like there was some story about, or at least infidelity. Well, no, she talked in. She had given some interviews and talked about how she liked kinky sex, oh, okay. and that she was very adventurous in the bedroom. And she said that when she was a, that her husband made her like an infomaniac, like she constantly had had urges for him, and sometimes they would have sex five times a day. When you got kids, how do you do that? Well, I'm yeah. <laughs> busy. I'm looking back that apparently in I don't have 20- any kids. I don't have time for that. <laughs> work all day. Apparently, work all day. Work out. Yeah, the gym. I'm not home till eleven. I leave at nine. I'm home at eleven thirty. Like, who has you, time for this? You've got all your fancy food to make. I've got a lot of meal prepping to do. I know. Gina would never have time to have sex five times a day. Plus, I have to watch Homeland. <laughs> well, yeah. There you go. I know, and you know, Gino, I really it would not be acceptable for you to have sex here in the office. No. It really wouldn't. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Oh, my God. Bonnie and I have a meeting with HR in two minutes, so we'll, oh, we'll bring that up. Please. But, we'll just um, check it out. We'll get it checked out. Yeah, no, but there were actually rumors in 2016 about whether or not he was cheating on her. He was seen at dinner. So there, there kind of yes, were these there rumors, were rumors circling him, so infidelity. There were rumors that there was troubles with the marriage, yeah. troubles with the relationship, but I don't think... I mean, we're not close oh to Mel goodness. B, so crazy. we d- we wouldn't have had any idea no. until this bombshell. It's really well, shocking. We would be closer if Stefan Belafonte or whatever his <laughs> name is would have let her come in when she was booked. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, he was but. too. He he over controlled our interview. He did. He did. He's, um, I feel like this is a somber note to end on. I just yes. w- I just want to give out the uh, National Domestic Abuse Hotline, though. Here, for, here in America, yeah. it's 1-800-799-SAFE. I mm-hmm. think that's pretty easy Say to that remember. again. Repeat it. It's 1-800-799-SAFE. And you can call anytime between 7 a.m. and 2, 2 a.m. So Yeah, if you're getting help. Yeah. If you're in a MLB yeah. alleged situation. Sometimes you just need some info, some knowledge, or you know, someone to some talk know to how, too. you know, to maybe make that step to get out yeah. of a bad situation. So we hope for the best from LB. Yeah, we do hope for the best because, you know, we like, we've, we like, we've like have admired her work on yeah. America's Got Talent. We've admired her as a, as a spice girl. Of course. And I mean, she was fun when we talked to her. Yeah. So, and we would never wish that on anybody. Yeah. Okay. So yes, bit of a somber note. <laughs> 
Yeah, a bit of a somber week. Kaiga split, Kendall ad, Mel B. Yeah. Okay, but guys, you know, something, uh, lots of other things will happen by next week. And, and until then, you can watch Prison Break and Holland. <laughs> <laughs> and not not watch Gino having sex in the office oh five God, times sorry, a day. Not again. <laughs> not again. Okay. Okay. See you, uh, talk to you next week. Bye. <laughs>